We're here. Hello, Woo! everybody, and welcome to Rollerball. I am Keanu what? Reeves. And I'm not reaching the top shelf either. And I'm Sandra Bullock. I'm Sandra Bullock. I don't know who I'm supposed to be. Inigo Montoya? Mind you, okay. you, Sandra Bullock is not in Rollerball. Yes, I am. Right. Yes, I am. Neither and I is, am beautiful. Neither, neither is not reaching the top shelf either. This is the Poster Bed Podcast. I'm Elijah. I'm Ken. I'm Tyler, I think. And I am Sandra Bullock. <laughs> He's beautiful. He's gorgeous. <laughs> His name is Lewis. If you assume, uh, my, he's super if you're assuming my 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 identity for the night, you're wrong. <laughs> you're all wrong. He's actually Tyler. <laughs> uh, but today we bring you the movie, The Greatest Showman. Ken, read us the plot synopsis from IMDb, which you probably don't have that ready. It's read super brief, actually. It says, celebrates the birth of show business and tells of a visionary who rose from nothing to create a spectacle that became a worldwide sensation. The shortest is the P.T. Barnum story. Yeah, it's odd that, like... P.T. Barnum's Circus is not Maybe anywhere in this hyper-brief uh, plot synopsis thing. Hugh Jackman plays P.T. Barnum. His wife is played by Michelle Williams. Super um, flat P.S. She, in my, from my state, my... Oh my gosh, when you said, sorry. I said, when you said super flat, I thought you were talking about her body. <laughs> not her voice. Not no, her voice. I, <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> referring to her performance. I, I, this is in no reference at all to her physical performance or her vocal performance. Just, like, the last three things I've seen Michelle Williams in, like, she's silly flat. Like, I, like, how is she, how does she get work? She's just, like she just brings nothing. Zach Efron plays the second charge. Yeah. yeah, the the protege. The whole time I watched that, I'm like, I should know who this guy is. He looks familiar. I should know who he is, but I don't. Yeah, it's the High School Musical guy. Yeah, he's that who guy. has apparently turned into a, a pretty pretty talented, funny. Oh, he's all around, dude. Yeah, he's a great dude. Yeah, shouts out to you, Zachy. Zach. Yo, from Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Uh, Zendaya plays the uh, trapeze artist. She plays Annie. She plays yes. She plays yeah. trapeze artist that, that they, Zac Efron and her fall in love. And Rebecca yeah, Ferguson. It's, it's cute. Plays, I forget, I forget. Jenny, uh, Jenny Lynn. Lynn. The opera singer? Yeah. Who doesn't really sing opera? Nope, sings one song. Yeah, yeah. I was. I thought it was. Yeah, I. I was expecting that to be. She was known for her opera yeah. there, but I think she wanted to start her own. Well, no, I maybe. think it's. I think it's a stylistic choice. Uh, they yeah. refer to like if there is a historical Jenny, actual Jenny Lind, she probably oh. is was an opera singer, but it would be totally oh. out of stylistic With place to have her actually sing yeah. opera. In real life she really did exist and like she was like she really was like a big name for herself in Europe. You know what I mean? And she came down for the sole purpose of becoming big in the United States and then becoming bigger worldwide. But she really like because I, I, I heard a podcast about, you know, when this movie came out, they made a podcast about it, and uh, they're saying that, like, yeah, she was, you know, pretty, she was a pretty big deal. We accepted. We talked about a podcast in a podcast. Inception. That's actually the movie we're talking about. No. See, that would be awesome. If we just all of a sudden, what like like ninety degree turn? Guess what? It's it's not it's not Greatest Showman. It's actually Inception. Got it. Gotcha, suckers. That would be amazing. We should not do that ever. So, how do you guys feel about the movie? Sorry, I okay. I super enjoyed this movie. I cannot tell you why, but boy, did I like this movie. I mean, it was great. Golly gee, that was a good movie. Good job, Tyler. Your traditional catchphrase <laughs> that goes on t-shirts everywhere. 
<laughs> Golly G, that was a good movie. G A W L Y, just capital G. That was a good movie. No, I'm I'm designing the I'm designing the T-shirt in my head. I apologize. Anyways, it looks like Goofus from Goofus at Galat. I don't know what that is. So I enjoyed the the performances of everybody. Um, Except for I, Michelle Williams, you don't care. I don't I'm care. Being <laughs> a goof my, my, over my here. My thought process: Did I sit down and enjoy? It? Yeah. Okay, yeah. it was a good movie. Michelle yeah. yeah. um, Williams was cute. She's flat <laughs> physically. <laughs> uh, that's mean. Yeah, Tyler, you shouldn't say things like that. I didn't say anything like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Look, here, Sandra. <laughs> you may be a guest on this podcast, but don't make fun of Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I enjoyed... Uh, you guys talked about how Hugh Jackman did a really good job singing in that movie, and uh, so I was really anticipating watching him and listening to him do that, and thought he also did a great job. Yeah, Hugh Jackman knocks it out of the park as P.T. Barnum. Seven years he wanted to do this movie. He's been fighting to make this movie for seven years. Maybe he'd bring it into studio studios and be like, no one wants an original mu- musical. Mm. Nobody wants this. No one wants this. Rude. It, it's, it's astounding that he fought so hard. He read 15 books just alone on P.T. Barnum. In his mm. house. Just to, get, just to get up on how P.T. Barnum would act, what he would do. So I guess P.T. Barnum would just go into He would just sing randomly all the time. So, Lewis, how, how did you feel about Ooh, this movie? This movie. Hmm. All right, how do I explain this? If I could With re- words. If I could rename uh-huh. this movie, it would not be called The Greatest Showman. It would be called The Showman. It wasn't really that great. I felt like this movie was like, you know how like everybody hypes up like like a restaurant and they're like, oh, you should eat there. And the movie's like, and like the food's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be like amazing. And then you eat Overhyped? There. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and Keep then, going. And then people are, and then you go there and you're just like, oh, it was good. It wasn't what I expect. You know what I mean? It wasn't what everybody's talking this about. cheeseburger wasn't worth $12? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was not. I, 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 not honestly, worth the free I got it yeah well and honestly like if I could I would only watch this movie again if they were showing it on TNT I want my free <laughs> as if like you know if it was on TV Question. I would watch it I have uh do you no cause you said you watch it again uh do you regret having watched it no I mean like like I, I don't like I don't regret watching it it was more like I I don't see where everybody was like, this movie's like a 10 out of 10. It's like an, an amazing musical. You know what I mean? Like, it was a good movie. Like, it was all right. You know what I mean? It was just like, eh, you know, I watched it. I saw why. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it didn't really appeal to me. Okay. Here, you know, now, 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 mind you that I did like, I did like the singing. Like, I thought, you know, like, it was the first time I, I didn't watch, you know, Laramie's or blah, 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 or whatever with Hugh Jackman in it. But it was... <laughs> Never heard of that one. Um, <laughs> Les Mis or blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But hearing Hugh Jackman sing, like, he's got a great voice and uh, I think they had a really good cast. You should watch that for Anne Hathaway for no other reason. She is Amazing. excellent in that movie. Yeah. But... That's all I have. But, that, I'm going to stop there. But the but the movie, I don't know, it just... It just it just it just didn't fit for me. You know what I mean? It was like I was putting you know a like a square and like around tr- hole, hole. You know. Yeah. Um. So wait, was it overhyped? Because that's what you were talking about with the with the restaurant analogy. Yeah, like it was, or was it just like I I liked it. I can see why other people like this movie, but it's not for me. Both. You know what I mean? It's it's both. Like everybody. Like every every time I've heard like. Even at my church, you know, my, my pastor, he gave a sermon about it. He was like, oh, the greatest showman, blah, 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 And, you know, and then hearing other people. <laughs> Is and that then, how he did it? Yeah, exactly like that. 
but with a little bit more Jesus into it. And actually words. Yeah. Instead of just being like, but, so la de b- b- Jesus, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> okay. I'm just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. just figuring this so out. So it's adults from the Peanuts. Yeah. And then you just hear Jesus every now and yes. then. <laughs> but, you know, and then just hearing, oh, like, we're just hearing other people talking, just seeing like reviews. Like, it was, like, hearing about this movie, it was everywhere. You know what I mean? You heard it on the radio. You heard people talk about it, how great it was. And then watching it, like, I was I I went with the expectations of this movie being like wow like it's really gonna blow my mind you know what I mean and then when I saw it I was just like that was it like P T Barnum is kind of a dick you know what I mean like he literally he just uses everybody there it's like it like in, in the beginning you know in that the movie like he was just basically like oh hey uh, you know you guys are these outcasts you know but I'm gonna make you guys really great you know what I mean and you guys can be proud of who you are. But then, you know, you get some little bit of fame, you get this opera singer coming in here, and you can't even invite your crew to the party. You're like, oh, they're all blah, 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 you know, and then they close the door, and all that stuff. It was, eh, wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. I I have a main question. What did you want it to be? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it was so hyped, I didn't know what, like, I was expecting it to be something amazing, like, super great, and it just... See... I like Elijah is the only person I've heard hype this movie and I didn't think he like it wasn't until this afternoon when I was like Elijah we were I was texting Elijah as I was watching this movie I was like Elijah this movie is kind of excellent I think it's super great and and then we 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 sort of tumbled down the the uh awards rabbit or at least I did a little bit we were talking about that some, uh, and how this this movie sort of was not exactly panned, but didn't get all that much awards attention, at least not from like the Oscars and the Golden Globes, because they knew it was shit. Rude. <laughs> no, dude. Uh, uh, like, I mean, all I'm saying is, yeah, Elijah might have been the only person that you've heard, but like, like I said, I, I it was everywhere for me. Like, I, everybody okay. was telling me, you know what I mean, like. It was just, it was just like the music is great. I like, I like the songs. I just felt like it could, they could have had a, a more in depth story. I, I felt like it could have been a little bit more realistic. You know what I mean? Like, in a sense of like, I think they could have st- told uh, P.T. Barnum story a little bit better. No one would want to watch the P.T. Barnum story. Uh, yeah, so because he, 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 he started the creating a little the, bit of a jerk. He started creating the circus when he was sixty. Yeah. No one wants to watch an old man create a circus to make money. <laughs> You know, which is what he did. If P.T. Barnum was kind of not really yeah, a nice yeah, guy, yeah, 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 he wasn't. You know what I mean? But like they, they, like that's why they kind of play him like sort of a half nice guy, but not really. We'll see. Like, and maybe this is me uh, choosing or opting to see the best and uh, whatever out of, out of this movie. But I felt like um, it. Like, it went full circle by the end. He starts out bringing... Yeah, bringing these marginalized people in and giving them... And shining the spotlight on them. You know, he says... uh, He says to Tom, when he's recruiting him, you know, they're laughing anyway, you might as well get paid for it. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so he's sort of, he's, he's, uh, he's a good salesman, they, he well, and they don't necessarily go into his intentions, and maybe I'm reading more into this on a, on the good side than the bad side, but, uh, yeah, they don't talk about his intentions, really. They don't say, well, he's bringing in these marginalized people so he can profit from them. And I think maybe the implication is that was it, but in bringing these folks together, they create a community and a family and... At the by the end of the movie, he's realized that that was the the real um, 
Like that, not, not the point, but that was what was important. Family? It wasn't the money. It wasn't showing up his in-laws. It was, it wasn't having fancy opera singers. It was Good reviews. the family. It was the people. It was ultimately the empowerment the uh what was the name of that song uh doesn't matter but, <laughs> the movie yeah the one that was the 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 one that was actually nominated for the academy this or is this me. is this is us or this something like that name. um huh this, this is, is me look out because here i come bop, 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 bop. Yeah, one. I've heard it every day at work. Is it? It's, um, it's, the, it's the one where like they yeah, sing and they're coming into the Yeah, summary. it's the one that they yeah. sing. Yeah, yeah. while they're storming day, through the high that, society yeah. party thing, yeah, which yeah. is uh, which was a great scene. Um, Lewis, you should probably let them sing it. Excuse me, it's Sandra. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Don't talk. Yeah. Sandra, you should probably yeah. let them sing it. Don't, even, don't even talk to me. Um, <laughs> don't even talk to me. Start our podcast. You're guest here. We'll treat you how we want to. Yeah. So I. I don't know. Like I said, I, I and I know I've rambled and not done a good job of articulating myself. No, no, I mean, I, I, I get what but, you're saying. Uh, yeah, I just I feel like there is some. I don't know. I'm I I lost I lost track of where I was going with all. Of this. You know, I look at it as like I felt like the move for me was like you know like. I don't know, like maybe like being excited to go to the circus, and when you get to the circus, you're like, "Oh, this is it." He's he. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing <laughs> like, okay, it's it's, 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 right. it's it's about the spotlight at the end for him. He figured he's trying to figure out what's important for him. What's important was getting the girl in the beginning, and then gets the girl, and then it's like, okay, I have to maintain her, and then she's like, I need to be bigger, and everything has to get bigger. Well, his wife never wanted that. His wife never wanted that. He wanted that. Yeah. That's what he wanted. He wanted to get the girl because he couldn't have the girl. Yeah. Because the dad's like, you'll never get this. Yeah. And then he's like, then the dad's like, you'll never be able to keep this. Able to keep this because she's going to leave you because there's always something better yeah. down the road because you're just going to fall flat on your face. Yeah. And so he keeps trying to shoot for bigger, bigger, bigger. That's yeah. why he can't be happy with the successful stage of freaks and then he goes and he gets the opera, the opera singer who's world renowned good reviewed yeah great singer will bring it was is will bring him success and the fame and yeah. well and, and the, there was the, there was an the spotlight element of, that he wants well there's an element of legitimate le, legitimacy mm-hmm. you know, like and, and that's where he's trying to skunk his in-laws because his He's in always law, trying to his, fit in. his father-in-law's yeah, a friggin' He's jerk a, wagon. He's a dick. Like a whole wagon of jerk. Well, it's the biggest wagon of jerk. The yes, of the, movie. <laughs> the biggest wagon of jerk. But then he finds out that he never really needed the spotlight. He just needed the people that did care about him for who he was. Yeah. Which is why at the end, when he goes and watches the ballet, it's such an impactful scene. Of which I just want to know. Who's gonna watch that elephant at the end? Oh no, that elephant's dead. <laughs> no, all I'm saying, um, all, elephant's already rampant. All, all, all I'm saying is, what? He, yeah, P.T. Barnum's valet, a dude. He's a this valet. Here, valet, it's like, park my <laughs> elephant. Because one, like just like back in the you know how like horses they shit everywhere. Imagine having well, to clean up. I <laughs> don't know that elephants don't shit. No, I'm sure that they do. Get everything poops. I, I, I'm not. Book about it. I'm not poops. doubting the fact that elephants produce excrement. <laughs> nor am I disputing the fact that they probably produce it at alarming volumes. What I am contesting. <laughs> Is that they like horses just on on the on the at the drop of a hat? Yes, you think elephants? Why, why wouldn't they? What what would make you think that elephants wouldn't just shit when they felt like shitting? Cats don't. I've got cats a, are trained. Cats. So are elephants. 
Cats do poop whenever they want to, sir. Cats can do... Animals you okay. shit Fresh. whenever they want. If you don't train an animal, it'll take a shit. But do you think they really... Do you really El- think what? what? This is a circus elephant. If there's not a trained yeah. elephant, I don't know well, where well, we're going to well, find well, it. All I'm saying is, why? Like, why, first of, why would you just go to leave... Like, Leave the elephant there. Why do you? Because it's a cool scene in the movie. It's, it's probably yeah. not. Like, where are you gonna put the elephant? Thing but also, in I'm like, actually oh, happening. You like practicality in some movies, but then you watch Desperado, where the guy legitimately is like having sex. It's like, huh? I think I could shoot four people at the same time. I uh, <laughs> I had a thought about this elephant, and well, I watched it, and uh, all I could think about was like. Oh, this might have happened. This is the older days. Someone probably thought it was a cool idea to ride an elephant up to the theater. And then they probably loved it because they were like, I'm done with this thing. Yeah, And then it died. It's so then I thought about, man, who's going to clean that mess up? Seriously, it's pretty <laughs> reckless. Because one, you know what I mean? Like, elephants can get startled. Like, unlike horses... You know what I mean? Like, elephants... I mean, horses can fuck shit up. But all I'm saying is elephants can really fuck shit up. And why would you just leave it out there? You know what I mean? Like, just, oh, I'm going to watch my daughters do a play? Yeah. Um, Maybe he made arrangements for someone from the circus to come and collect the elephant. Didn't you watch the movie? Didn't you watch the movie? They were all performing. Those freaks were not welcome there. They they were not. They were not allowed to leave. He was like, get back inside. It wouldn't have to be a freak. It could be a stage. You are processing the wrong part of this movie with the elephant part. You legitimately just like Like, jumped back in time. I'm sure that (laughs) there are animal wranglers who may or may not be a curiosity or uh, unique personage or however it was worded. Speaking of which, I just thought about people had to chop that elephant up after it died to remove it. <laughs> I have one Think more. about the mess that could have made. I have one more. I have, I have, I have several other questions. Is this okay. about the elephant? No, no, no. Elephant. I might throw everybody out. That would be awesome. I, I was really good. I would like, enjoy okay, the so and Zach Efron's and Zach Efron's scene, like love, you know, like their little love thing between him and Zendaya with the at about the, the with the trapezes yeah, with yeah, all the yeah, ropes and the sandbags. No, no, no. Yeah, physics rules of physics need not apply. Is it just me, or is, is like Zach Efron just good at anything he does? You know what I mean? Like, God um, has no use of experience doing you... trapeze, and he's just there, you know, just doing all the all stuff that you know, like Zendaya uh, and him actually did do the trapeze. No, 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 no. I'm saying in that world is is what I'm saying. Like he's he's a showman, but yet you know what I mean. Like, time time is dude. interesting in this movie because they don't tell you the length of time from when Zach yeah. Efron's hired to when they're, they're when that happens. Like, the, Daughters don't age at all. Yeah, but yeah, but because they know, act but like realistically, well, and he goes away for months With or them. like at at the very least a week. Well, they say didn't they do like half the tour? I don't remember when though. They said um, that point. I feel like so they were, I feel yeah. Like at some point, he and. Uh, Jenny Lind go off on their American opera tour mm-hmm. and, so that's time. and that's yeah. the passage of time and, and now you know why I don't like the movie it makes no sense no one it ages well see it's a, uh, it's a this, this brings me back actually one of the things that I liked about this movie from the opening scene is the like the surreality of it the fact that it it opens with uh, Hugh Jackman singing, you know, and the the crowd is doing the, the like yeah. the crowd is stomping, and yeah. it's it's this really cool opening musical number that is all taking place in the imagination of his younger self. So, like from the jump, reality and time need not necessarily apply. At least not. As is it strictly really go- is it going on in his imagination? Yes, town? yes. That's why it fades to just him. Because it it drops to him standing, looking in the mirror of yeah. the the yeah. top hat and the red coat. So he always knew that he was going to be a circus guy. That's he the was, the implication is that yeah he had this big imagination and these big ideas. I know that he helped do stuff with the lottery. 
That's why you see the lottery signs in his bedroom. Yeah. But either way, I, you know, I mean, it's just, it was just a movie that I felt like was overhyped. And in my own head, I think it was supposed to be bigger than it was. And it really let me down. I mean, I like the music, but I, you know, it's a movie that, like like I said, if it it was showing on TNT, I'd watch it. It it was supposed to make nothing at the box office, and it made $174 million. It was supposed to make nothing. Oh, because... Estimates were supposed to be, it wasn't supposed to hit, and movie companies didn't, and that's why they didn't want it. Because it was right. supposed to do nothing. So, who who did eventually... Fox. Oh, Fox did. Fox right, did. because of the opening We've fanfare. got money to waste. No, La La Land is what got Fox to get this movie. Oh, because La La Land the guy was who, the original guy, musical. Yeah, was an, La La Land was an original musical, and the guy that did the songs for La La Land also made wrote the songs for this movie. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Because this movie was written long before that movie. Well, and, and like, stylistically, they are significantly different yeah. musics. Because I have all of the vocabularies when it no. comes to talking about the musics. But back to what I was saying about Zendaya. <laughs> was that her brother? It yeah. was supposed to be, That's, Okay, yeah. alright, I was really confused at times. because like, Yeah, they had the same last name. I like he. They were super, and I thought I was like, "Are they like a husband and wife?" No, and then, they're sibling. They're introduced as siblings. Yeah, when they get when they do the paperwork at the beginning, they go, "Oh, brother and sister." Oh, uh, see, those are yeah, and there. like, what do you do? Trapeze. Yeah, uh, and he's like trapeze. Like he knows what that is, but uh-huh. that me don't care. Semantics, yeah. right? Who are you guys' favorite characters in that movie? It's hard to not like P.T. Barnum in that movie. Um, but Zac Efron's pretty close in that movie. I, I really like, like the him. bearded lady. The bearded lady? She did a in, really good job. In many ways, like, the bearded lady is the sort of glue of that movie. Yeah. She brings everybody back and all that. She was yeah, well, and it seems it. like she was... I like the beard. ...the leader of she the... <laughs> the circus performers. Yeah. No, the Irish giant. He was my favorite. I have the to, Russian Irish I giant. I have another question. Yes. The guy who played Napoleon, was that his actual voice or was he dubbed? I you was I, mean, I was wondering about the singing voices of everybody well, well, what in I this had, movie. Just in general, when he talked, like, was, like, was that his actual voice? That's like, it, probably his actual voice. Really? Because I felt like it, it looked like it was slightly... I don't know. I just, it just His voice is... I have never heard that guy in real life. Yeah. I know he was edited to be just a little bit shorter. Okay. But because he is a shorter person, but he's edited to be a yeah, little like, shorter. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if that's how he actually talks. Yeah. So I can't comment on that one. But Rebecca Ferguson's singing voice is dubbed by somebody else because she didn't think she had the chops to do that song. Okay. Really? That I was I was wondering about but that. Everybody, yeah, yeah, but Re- everybody else sings their own songs. Okay, so, oh wow, so Michelle Williams can sing. Yeah. Cool, we should put her in the Michelle Amanda Amanda Safer camp musical. of people I would rather hear sing than see act. And Ken, Ken realizes that this Marilyn is Monroe. his opinion and only his opinion and... He will be Ken is speaking yes. Ken Ken likes talking about himself in the third person. It creates confusion. <laughs> Random fanboys quote. You know it, because yeah. as we were talking about it earlier, Danny Trejo is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but. I really, I really, the music just stuck with me, has been sticking with me all year since the movie came out. Yeah, the music I've, I've listened to it. Yeah, it came out about a year ago? A uh, year Christmas. Oh, okay. It was a Christmas movie. Yep. Okay. Cuckoo. So it's, it, 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 the music's just great. What does, what's everyone's favorite song from the movie? Mine was Rewrite the Stars. Can't argue. I like that uh, song. No, that was a good one. Yeah. I, I liked that one. I, I liked the, like, if we're talking about songs, like the songs by themselves, or the songs in the context of the movie, songs by themselves. Okay. 
I like uh, the uh, the one at the very beginning. Greatest Showman. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would Greatest Show. Yeah, I would. I I would maybe. Um, I would maybe go. I would maybe agree with Tyler. Hang on, let me. I'm gonna get the list out here. Hang on. Uh, I think it's a tie between the part where him and Zac Efron are in the bar. The other oh, side. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. that. That's a dope. good one. One take. Yeah, that one, like that. What? They really? had to do it in one take because they did all the they did all the shot stuff. Oh, that's why that's Hugh Jackman's one rant about it. He's like, I have to do the hat trick again on live TV because he 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 had to keep restarting because he had to do the hat trick. He did the hat all the hat tricks by himself. Really? So he's standing there trying to do his hat tricks with his feet and trying to grab the cane. Keeps missing the hat and all Hugh Jackman because Zach Efron's filming this for Instagram. Uh-huh. He's grabbing the hat and it's like. Dah, dah. <laughs> so they just uh, have to start over. Un- and they unsung hero yeah. of that sequence, the bartender. The bartender. Yeah, I was about to say the bartender. That's why it's only three people in that shot. Wow, it's because that shot is so. That's because that dance sequence is so complicated. They did a really that good job. it's that that because if one person falls flat, mm-hmm. then the entire process I have to start over. Yeah. So I like that song, but I, I also like uh, I also like the the beginning song. Like I said, like I was just really surprised. Here. To, to see that Hugh, like Hugh Jackman's a Hugh Jackman overall, is like, talented. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. like, oh, I, I sure. always thought he was a good actor. You know what I mean? I just never, I never pictured him to be, a, you know, to sing. You know what I mean? Like, like, can sing. And like, he um, would, next stop, the local musical. Was, there was a, there was a year where the the opening musical number of the Oscars featured Hugh Jackman prominently. Yeah, that was when he it hosted. Was, Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. That's what Hugh Jackman uh, hosted. And, and it was one of those things where nobody realized he could sing. Yeah. Until he did that, and then all of a sudden he was singing in every third movie. Uh, it's... it's I, I personally really like this movie. The message in it's great. I just... I can't get enough of it. It, it is like the circus to me, but I guess unlike Lewis, I have a lot of imagination about the circus. So... Because you're like, the circus is I'm blah. I'm like, no. Well, no, he said it was like when you... He said it's like, like when you go to the circus. When, well, yeah, but when this, you hear the circus is going to be great and you go to the circus yeah. and it's not great. And you, you get your back That's not to it. say that the circus is always not great. I was going to say, yeah. I've always had fun at the circus. I've, I've, honestly, I've, I've been to the circus maybe, yeah. well, all of once in my life, I've so I can't speak to, to this. You're at the circus right now. <laughs> you're the bearded lady. I am sitting with a bunch of freaks. Yep, Sandra Bullock excluded. <laughs> oh no, she's included. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> but don't thank me. <laughs> I am. Uh... Zac Efron's a surprise in this movie. For yes. Me. Truth. Because I like because this movie solidified Zac Efron as like a very talented individual. Because in this year he also did Baywatch, which is not a very talented movie. Well. I still have to watch that. It is terrible. Um, I don't it's terrible. It's, it's not good. Yeah. Um, but there, are, like, I think Zac Efron is credible in that movie as a comedic actor. Like, it's not any member of the cast's fault that Baywatch yeah. is not good. That's what. That's what I. That's what I think from Baywatch and like most of his other movies that I can sit here and process that weren't. As good, be, like he's not the problem; it's the material he's given. Yeah, but if I want to watch a comedy where Zac Efron, I watch that awkward moment. That's a great comedy with Zac Efron. I don't. I, I re- Zac Efron, I was, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. You want an A-list cast of random people in a comedy? Biscuit. That is the that is the three top. And that's not that a movie. super well, duper recent that movie, movie, is it? That awkward moment. It's, I was. I the the. Uh, Who's in it? Zendaya, Zach Efron, Miles Teller, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, is it the one where like they wear ugly sweaters and like? No. Is that the one where they wear it's ugly, the ugly sweaters? Sweater movie? No, that's no, you're no, thinking of. The <laughs> you're thinking of the Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie Christmas movie, The Night Before. Yeah, that's that's probably it. That was fun. Uh, yeah, I remember no. watching that movie and being well, entertained be by it, but. I don't super remember but much yeah, it's else a, about it's it. a romantic comedy with guys. It's what, pretty funny. What's it called again? That awkward moment. Um, 
Tyler stands up and walks two feet up there. No, the I have seen right it. There. My legs are broken. I can't okay. do it. <laughs> um, but all around, I really like this movie. And that's my opinion. Dude. I'd have to give it five robot punches before everybody so gets teeth I to the slatter to... moment. Or do you have... No, I, there was something else I wanted to say, but I don't remember what it was. All right, we'll get Tyler's I, review. I, I do I do have some robot punches for it. Um, oh. I'm going to give it... I'm going to give it four. Um... Well, I definitely enjoyed all the music. I felt that there were times where, like, that was really the main. I, I know it's a musical. But that... <laughs> I was about to say. Four. I was about to say the music too was the main part. Too much music in this musical. There's I'm too much it. here. You just turned it into like something. Actually, you know, well, there's too much music in this it's, musical. It's too, too much. much music here. I can't, I can't deal I with can't this. Can't deal with this music. It's got to go. Um, um, I, I did feel that uh, that was the like big hunk of everything that really drew your attention. Everything else was kind of just bleh. So I can agree with Lewis a little bit, but I still thought it was a great movie. That's why I'm going to give it four out of five. Fair enough. Ken, did you think of what you were going to say before I go to Lewis, or do you want me oh, to go to Lewis first? Yeah, I did remember, but it's not important. Well, I want to know uh, what it is now. Well, I was going to say, uh, we were talking about that awkward moment, and I had looked at, because every once in a while I get weirded out by potential age difference, uh-huh. and I was curious about the actual age difference between Zac Efron and Zendaya. As it turns out, Zendaya is, well, they were both a little bit older than I was expecting, so it ends up working out, but uh, as it turns out, Zac Efron is in his early 30s, and Zendaya is in her middle 20s. Yeah, I was about to say she's like middle so 20s. it ends up, there's like a nine-year age difference. Mm-hmm. So it. Zach Efron's in his early thirties. Yeah, he's yeah. like thirty-two. Thirty-something. Like Damn, that he was born in eight, like eighty-seven, eighty-seven, eighty-something. I did look it up days earlier. Days old as me. Um, he looks ten times better than me. Um, <laughs> if you wanna, I was well, and money when yeah, sure. Well, and genetics. To be honest with ourselves, yeah. the dude. That's, that's the, that dude probably, you know, the dude is probably pretty good looking. Uh, the dude's, <laughs> the dude's hyper athletic. No, yeah, mom. born in eighty-seven, late eighty-seven, uh, October, October eighteenth, nineteen. Happy late birthday, Zach Efron. <laughs> wow, he has four names: Zachary, David, Alexander, Efron. Wow. So you got four names. Four names. So Ken, what would you give it? <laughs> oh, uh, five robot punches. Excellent. Obviously. Lewis. Lewis Bullock? Three. Sandra? Sandra. Three? Just three robot punches. Like, like like, three robot punches. Yeah. How many Antonio Banderas is that? Not worth any. Oh. <laughs> oh ouch. Antonio Banderas is. Even Expendables 3 had an Antonio Banderas in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I mean, it's just like, it's, you know what I mean? It's just like, okay. It's great. Okay. It's a good, you know what I mean? Like I said, it's. I, I, I didn't, accept your criticism. It wasn't super, like, oh, it's not a super good. Just ignore the knife bad. when I'm standing above you. What do you mean? I think, <laughs> I think three's a solid, I think three's a solid. I said I oh, appreciate but, it. Oh, uh, but <laughs> to, to both you guys' points, I kind of understand where you're coming from, where the music is good, but also kind of, not necessarily distracting, but, like, the style of the music in this movie threw me off a little bit, and it's sometimes hard to understand what the characters are trying to communicate through the songs. At least I I felt that some of the time. Like, the songs have to be as long as they are for you to finally... for them to finally get around to adequately communicating what they're trying to communicate, where... In a different movie, or in other different musical movies, sometimes the opposite happens, where you know what they're feeling in the opening lines, like, okay, now we're just beating the dead horse for the next two minutes while we mm. sing this song. It, so, I, I'm not, that's not, like, I, like I said, I just, I see that as a potential criticism. I don't know that I minded it, but... I think I maybe understand where you guys were it, coming from. It's super spectacle movie. Like I think I'm the only one that actually watched it in theaters. So mm, it's yes. a very, very a theater going experience to mm. watch that movie. Like I watched it. This is the first time I've watched it at home. 
Mm-hmm. I watched it six times in theaters. Whoa. And Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Someone's a Hugh Jackman fan. Uh, and it's... It, it's Yeah. I, I, I really like that movie. Wow. Um, I watched I mean, it. It's like one of the most movies I watched last year. Yeah. Um, no, I, at this point, I do not blame you at all. I'm surprised yeah, I, you, you never that? dragged me. To, oh, I was working all that overtime. You were that's, why I overtime. Didn't, that's why you That's why it. I couldn't Because I would run late nights of it randomly for other people. Infernal. And it just... Job. Elijah, what are you doing tonight? I'm busy. I'm watching The Greatest Showman. So when you watch hey, it at home, you just feel like you're missing some. Like you're just missing an aspect of this movie, um, which I feel is the... The atmosphere is the, atmosphere the, movie is the movie theater. Theater. That makes sense. You know what? Yeah. I feel like the way you guys feel about this movie is the way I felt about Alpha. You know what I mean? Where, like, I really like Alpha. I'm really going to hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think maybe I would have been as hyped if I was in that... In that type of environment to I really, really like Alpha because um, you're getting that for Christmas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look excited! So, like this movie, there's there's there the the, the uh, gold standard, the pinnacle. That the pinnacle is the word I want to use, but I don't think it's the right word. Uh, immer or er, immersion. The the movie that. From the very, very beginning, hooked me and would not let me go. The The movie that I always go back to anecdotally in situations like this is Harry Potter 4. From, like, the Warner Brothers logo through that whole movie, I was hooked. And maybe it was because it was the right weekend and... I was I was with good company and it was in the theater and I don't know but I really enjoyed that movie and I my friend and I who went to see it we enjoyed that movie so much we gathered up a couple of friends and went and saw it the next night again and so, and this was this was college Ken cut him some slack. No, I. Uh, but this movie didn't exactly replicate that, but it was close because, like, I was kind of distra- I was kind of anticipating. I was not expecting to super enjoy this movie. I was not super looking forward to it, mm-hmm. but like from the like the first beat of the first song and it's the loud stomp and then like the whisper singing from Hugh Jackman I was like it was just drew me in I don't know how it did it and I don't know why but I like it distracted me from whatever it was I was trying to actually do at the time I was trying to multitask, but I I like watched the first ten or fifteen minutes of that movie just spellbound. I just it was it was really great. Sorry. No, no, no. I I, I think you make a really good point. I think maybe if uh, I was watching this during like Christmas, you know what I mean, where it's like that. Not not, not during Thanksgiving. No, I mean like. Thanksgiving is not magical. Kid. No, no, God. no. I like Thanksgiving just for, the food. For, for okay, just for, fair just enough. For food, but you know what I mean. Like fair there's fair. that there's that feeling about Christmas where you know you're. Drinking nutmeg, or like it's you know the kind of gift. Drinking like, nutmeg. That that <laughs> hallucinogenic <laughs> magical formula, no substance, substance. That's the word. I don't want to know what's as, at your house. Known as yeah, nutmeg. I mean, eggnog, but you know what I mean? Just like, plow but, back but, that but you, nutmeg. Said, you, you, you said that that movie came out during the Christmas time, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Christmas, exactly. So there's already like those feelings about Christmas. People being excited. I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be surprised why people wouldn't be hype about watching a musical about a circus. You know what I mean? During the Christmas time, it's it's a family About movie. family, yeah. exactly, and you know it's right? PG. Exactly. So, like, I can see, I can see why so many people would like it. It, it. it came out at the right time, and you were in the right area. Like, I'm, you know, I watched this movie a couple days ago. Like, it was like a Thursday night. <laughs> this Thursday was a magical. You know what I mean? It was that was it. I came home and shot a nutmeg. <laughs> Well, why don't you pass that nutmeg on over to Lewis and we talk about some of your topics? Yeah, Lewis. All right. <laughs> on. How do uh transition with nutmeg? All right. Well, uh, how does everybody feel about you know uh, the death of Stan Lee? 
uh, what we, uh, you know, oh. what do you think they're going to do for the rest of the Marvel movies? If they're, you know, they're going to do some Paul Walker style type of stuff. No. And uh, also, how do you feel about, uh, what's his name, Bill? Bill Maher? No, um, what's his name? The guy who criticized Bill Maher. Yeah, Bill Maher's uh, comments about him. I didn't hear I didn't see Bill, Bill Maher's comments. comments. But, uh, Bill Maher is a believe. terrible human being if he said anything bad about Shame Stan on you, Lee. sir. Oh, yeah. I mean... Can we play the video for the podcast? No. Well, I mean, I we. I, if it's on YouTube, yeah, probably, but... Um, uh, I was under the impression that they did, like, do a lot of Stan Lee filmings. Like, they did all his scenes ahead of time. Yeah. I think they, they, they filmed they filmed up to Avengers four, so he's in Captain Marvel. He's in Avengers four. Then he's done. I don't yeah, think they're going to well, do. Well, I think from a very real perspective, they will probably will probably still be seeing Stan Lee, but it'll be a more. Uh, passive thing like with the, what they did with Deadpool 2 where you'll see his picture in the background you'll see a, a huge mural of him you'll, see, like, you'll see banners yeah I, I don't at least for the foreseeable future that's how I see it going okay. um yeah I don't think they'll be doing like weird uh, Grand Moff Tarkin stuff where they they drop him, drop a CGI version of him, and I, I, at least I hope they don't do that. I listen here, Marvel, don't do that. I, yeah, Disney. Um, I mean, like I said, I, I, I just, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I like the only reason I think that you know they could do something like that is I was, you know, I was reading an article about the new Fast and the Furious movie they're trying to make it. Um, apparently, they want to bring back uh, Paul Walker. And uh, they want to CGI him, and they were saying that like, basically his brothers were like, if it's if it's tasteful, you know they'll do it. But I just think of it as like money wise, like I wouldn't be surprised if just to bring, you know what I mean? They would just do it just because they knew that it would like if they were like, oh yeah, you know Stanley's in it, and then like they CGI him. I mean they still and Toy Story don't well, they have, don't they have that dog? What's his face? The stretchy dog, like he played Ern- dog. Yeah, Ernest. You remember? Yeah, the, like they CGI his uh, voice. Barney. What was his first name? Never mind. They, they CGI. Say it doesn't matter. But you know, but they CGI his voice for the movies, and he's gonna be. You know what I mean? And he was in Toy Story three, and he's gonna be in Toy Story four. No, he's not in Toy Story four. He's not gonna be in. Toy they Story? replaced the voice in Toy Story three. I thought they CGI his voice. Yeah. Are you sure? I am one hundred percent sure. Yeah, it's it's not the same. Because I remember watching I don't that movie. Remember and going, Toy Story three well enough, and not it. knowing the the story there. The, I was like, this the voice guy who's doing voice of Slinky Dog is very much alive in Toy Story 4. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't busy in Toy Story 3? I am going to look that up now. Uh, yep. But. Yeah, his same voice guy. is very much different. Yeah, his voice changes. Hmm. I picked up on it real fast. Really? I swear I thought somebody said that. It, no, they did not. Well, then forget what I said. Yeah, forget what you I'm said. Yeah, Paul about, Walker. About, Paul Walker is true because the the brother mocapped some of Paul Walker's stuff. Yeah, and yeah. then they, 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 they did. There's this software out there that takes all the voice talents and voice stuff that you did. Mm-hmm. Well, and didn't didn't they have some? Never mind. No, not for. Never mind. No, they no, take no, 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 they no. take all of I'm your work wrong. and they put it into a bank, and then they can take all your voice and they can make you make sentences. They did that with John Wayne. Yeah. John I've... Wayne presented when this stuff was new at the John, they put made a presentation with John Wayne presenting the software. Really? Because they take all the words that you have said over your lifetime. And because John Wayne and because John Wayne is his main movies <laughs> bleep ton of movies. He said a lot of dialogue. Yes, really? Did they John just Wayne had this. Huge... John yes. Wayne made John Wayne made, made like ten movies a year. <laughs> yeah, John John Wayne was in a lot. John Wayne of was movies. what made John Wayne so so big, and how he was able to make so much so many movies is when all the stars of the time period went off to war during World War Two. Um, John Wayne did it. He did not. He stayed home. 
He stayed home uh, and made us Is there a reason why they that he did that? I to, mean, to become a bigger star. I don't know, I feel well, like no, I mean, like reason. was like yeah. I I feel like he couldn't have avoided the draft unless there was a reason, and it could have been a. There, I saw something on a mundane reason, to, to like he's as, asthmatic or something like that. But there's some somewhere where he was able to get out of it. I, I can't John remember Wayne? the exact reason. Or no. he's like, if, yeah, if he's like Wayne, Canadian or something, yeah, something so a little he, bit wobbly like that. But uh, I do know, like, that when they talked about it, it was like one of his biggest regrets that he ever did. He didn't go participate in the war. Interesting. Hmm. It's. But the idea of them doing Stan Lee, he doesn't have a lot of movie background. Uh, okay. He doesn't have a lot of dialogue, so he's not going to be doing much. So I think they're not going to do that part. Okay. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Lewis, you said, you know, like Paul Walker in, you know, Paul Walker is an integral character to the last La one. Familia part of the Fast Furious mm-hmm. movies. Whereas. Stan Lee's cameos are, while an important part and a fun part of the Marvel movies, are not integral. So, like I said, I think it would be to use the the Walker Brothers' uh, words, verbiage, uh, tasteful to not... CGI resurrect Stan Lee and to just do, like I said, do what they did with Deadpool 2 and show his picture. It's, it's, or it's, like, and in like, uh, mild spoiler alert, there is a little bit of a Stan Lee cameo in Wreck It Ralph. And it's animated. Yeah, but, but he's, a, it's just like a CGI rendition of him. He doesn't say anything. But you see him, like, he passes through the background. So, like, stuff like that, I think, is, is, ex- is, would be more acceptable so, than... Like, so, if they, like, just see, like, he didn't talk, they just CGI'd him in the movie? Just, like, doing something If random. it was an animated one, like, if it was one of the Spider-Man yes. ones, yeah. I yeah, I, I, like, I, I won't be surprised if we see an and animated Spider- version of him in Spider-Verse. They might have filmed that, too. Because that's one of those things that he legitimately co-created. Yeah. But it's... He's also not in all the Marvel movies. There's like a bunch of X-Men movies he's not in. Really? Yep. Yeah. He's not in 2, in he's either. not in 3. He's not in X2, he's not in X3, he's not in Wolverine Origins. I was going to say, was he in Old Man Logan? He's in the Logan movie, okay. I think. He might not be in Logan either, I'm not 100% sure. But I do know they did a montage of all of his cameos from Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And there's a jump from Spider-Man 1 to Spider-Man 3. Hmm. That's interesting. Because it jumps time, and then they don't, he's not, he doesn't show up again. I know he's not in 2, X2, because there's no spot for him. And he's not in the first Fantastic Four. I was going to say, he's in the, what about the remake? He's not in the remake either. And he's not in two of the first class movies. He's not in Days of Future's Past. He's not in X-Men Apocalypse. And he's also not going to be in Dark Phoenix. Wow. So it's it's not like Stanley's in every of them. He's in all the Marvel Studios movies. Yeah. Which is true. He is in all those. But as far as that goes, I think they'll just let that kind of fade away, maybe do the Deadpool 2, which is like banners and signs, or someone will reference Stan Lee or something. But I don't think CGIM would be what Stan would kind of want at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, that's another, there's another element of that too, yeah. where it's now yeah, did, a state did, too. So. Right. It, there, is, there is definitely potential for Stan to have foreseen this, and to either have, yeah, Please, by all means, CGI resurrect me into as much stuff as humanly possible. Excelsior, Stanley. Excelsior, you're generally Simo. Your Stanley. Stanley. And that would be if, if that's the case. Great. Then by all means, do it. But uh, but it's also possible he went the other way and said. 
please do not CGI resurrect mm. me. Pay you know, pay homage to me in other more creative ways. Thanks heaps. Excelsior, your generalissimo stand. Well, I wonder if he's going to be in the new Hellboy. No, he had nothing to do with Hellboy. He's also in the new Aquaman movie, too. He just shows up, and he goes, Oh, man, there's a fish! (laughs) That's how he shows up in the Aquaman. Uh, But I was really sad about it, because me and Ken met the guy. Sort of. What, did you get to talk to him when you guys met him? Not really. It's a really quick thing. Because he's an older guy and he's just signing stuff. Uh, he's so was, it, but was he friendly though? Yeah, he, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We've we, yeah we saw him. We've seen him at a lot of panels, and we, we when we saw him there, he was really friendly. And it's it, it's really just a shame, and it's sad. Yeah, but he was nothing but friendly, and he's not been all the stories that you hear are nothing but good words about him, except for Bill Maher going. Well, there's like. I heard uh, to further podcast incept uh, the iFanboy guys were talking about Stan Lee and there is some and I I feel like uh uh some of the stuff that Stan Lee gets credit for creating, a lot of it he co-created. Like, the germ of the idea was his, or even a broader range of the idea was his. But uh, Steve Ditko is responsible for the look of Spider-Man. Mm. Uh, like the, the, the classic black and red suit, that's a Steve Ditko design that Stan didn't have a whole lot of, uh, input on. Now, granted, you know, Stan Lee did at the very least create Spider-Man, the idea of a superhero with like spider powers. Mm. Um, and I've, I've heard, and I can't remember where he heard this. But the like the double the double letters was a Stan Lee thing. It helped him remember names. So like, like Peter Parker, Peter Parker. Reed oh. Richards, Bruce Banner, Kurt Connors. Okay, um, that makes sense. The, the Wendy double, Williams, uh, uh, J. Betty Brandt. Huh. Uh, uh, but so there's there's been some shade thrown at at Stan for taking sort of sole creative credit for some of this stuff that almost all of it was at least a little bit, if not a whole lot, but collaborative. Teamwork. Yes. Um, I but, always thought that he gave them credit, like he always said about Steve well, Ditko and him. And that's one of those things where it depends on the timeline, where we're at on the timeline. In more recent years, reports are he became... Uh, significantly more gracious and significantly more likely to share credit where that was maybe not the case a hand well I don't know how long ago but a number of years ago Um, but for better or worse the fact of the matter is Stan Lee has been the face of the comic book industry since the 90s Yeah. yeah you know from you know the fact that he would lend his voice to the introduction of things. He's been doing that for forever. Uh, he's the first comic book creator name that I knew. I think that you know, most and, people even know that. Right, yeah. and, that's, and that's what, you know, and so for, for better or worse, you know, comic books are as visible as they are and have endured and achieved the success that they have achieved due in no small part to Stan Lee's dogged devotion to, at the very least, their promotion and his, you know, sort of boundless energy and goodwill and creativity and charisma. So there's an element of say, not necessarily say what you want to say, but you know, take the whole 
Stan Lee, co-creator of a significant portion of the core of the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. If you want to take that with a grain of salt, fine. But we absolutely owe the current state of comic book stuff as a cornerstone of our little corner of subculture and pop culture at large anymore to Stan Lee. Full stop, period, do not pass go, do not collect $200. Now, do you think um, in the future they might make like a biopic of Stan Lee? They already did. Did they? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, they did, what, no, they did a, doc, they did a documentary, not a biopic. I understand what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, just like, like somebody else plays Stan Lee. Yeah. Gotcha. Something like My that bad. could happen. Because yeah. they have one. It's called um, With Great Power. It's somewhere in here. Yeah, I mean... Uh-huh. One of my favorite Stanley shows was a uh, real life superhero, like superhumans. Remember, it? like where like you would just meet people around the world. Yeah, superhumans where you go around. Yes, yeah, Stan- I forget. Yeah, that was it. Ran on Sci Fi, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it was on the so. History Channel. Yeah, it was History Channel. Oh, there was, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the History Channel. Yeah, but but that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be really cool to see if they made like a biopic about Stanley. I would assume they would wait a couple years, and just to think, like, who do you think could could play? Young him, or old him, or him in general. Thinking Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. could play anybody, but um, <laughs> old Stanley, I feel. Give that to Nick Nolte. <laughs> mm, no, Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. All right, guys. Casting, I think, would be a would be That'd a be tricky hard. proposition. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks, because he could do anything. Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> the dude. I'm in. <laughs> the, oh, big, um, big Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. I was just thinking that. I like Jeff Bridges. Kevin Spacey. Jeff Bridges would have mm. to lose a lot of weight. Kevin mm. Spacey ain't getting any other jobs ever anytime soon. Even better. Fair point. Willem Dafoe. Uh, Ooh, Maybe. Like Willem Dafoe and Jeff Bridges, maybe. Like Willem Dafoe, like Tyler Johnson. I, like <laughs> I have a William Dafoe picture. I want to show you guys later. That doesn't answer my question, John Wayne. <laughs> uh, John Wayne's dead. <laughs> the CGI. The CGI is uh, Paul Walker. John, CGI. Oh. CGI. John CGI Wayne Paul Walker is the entire movie's just CGI people from the dead. Is <laughs> that uh, Brittany Murphy? Oh wait. Uh, uh, Don Donald Gleason. Granted, who's that? Uh, General Hux, Charlie Weasley. Oh, he's the hero hacker guy from Ex Machina. Okay. The hero hacker. Oh, you. Oh, you. The oh. red. The redheaded guy. The red, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, the guy who's in Star Wars would, also. Yeah, he's General Hux. That's yeah, what I said. I, I, I didn't remember his name. I, I haven't Star seen Wars. the new Star Wars. Too many cats, guys. <laughs> I haven't seen the new Star Wars, so. How about Leo DiCappuccino? Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, yeah. He could probably play middle-aged Stanley. Yeah. Like um, and there, there's also a bunch of uh, comics versions of, like, the history of comics. There are, there. I don't want to say a bunch. Well, a bunch. I can't think of any titles off the top of my head, and I didn't have time to do any of the preparatory research. So, yeah. but I know there's something running right now that's that's a that's a look at the comic book industry, especially from the '60s, uh, and reports are actually the most recent issue here again. Sir, uh, this report comes from the iFanboy guys and. I may be misremembering things, so take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, potentially. Uh, did not necessarily paint the Stanley analog character in the most favorable of lights. Yeah. Because, like I said, the guy, uh, one, potentially once upon a time, depending on whose stories you listen to, was not so gracious about sharing credit, well, was I think not about so it. gracious I mean, about you don't sharing get to the, the spotlight. You're right. You don't get to the top by being... You know, a nice guy. 
got to like, step uh, on some necks. Stan Lee yeah, went around and was like, goodbye, well, spider well, friend. Well, <laughs> so I'm saying, like, 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 like I'm pretty sure there, there's the business side of Stan Lee, which is, you know, he could have been pretty cutthroat. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. And there again, without uh, <laughs> having been there without... <laughs> And and realistically, heaven only knows if anybody can accurately remember any of this stuff. If there's anybody around who can accurately report it, so it's just going to be a matter of interviews and stories and who says what. And you have to sort of take all of this stuff with a grain of salt. And you know, it's going to be like anything else. You know, you you can. Remember Stan Lee, this titan of creativity and an inspiration to a lot of people, or the, you know, maybe the jerk asshole who marginalized people that absolutely were integral in his success. I And I don't necessarily want to say either yeah. way. I got you. All right, well. But to finish up the Bill Maher thing, since we talked about it, oh yeah, 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 I should actually mention it. What he pretty much went on a rant about how Stanley—it's it's okay that Stanley's dead because he was the one that started the dumbing of humanity by creating comic books, which then started. He didn't. It's, it's all a bunch of stupidity. Yeah, it sounds which like is a bunch of pretty much just like because of him, we have these comic book movies which are making Americans dumber. Because ever since the comic book movies come into existence, Americans have been dumber. And the guy has done precisely zero research. Yeah. Because thanks to, thanks not entirely to superhero movies, but thanks to superhero movies and things like Game of Thrones and actually the geekification of pop culture, we are more able to keep track of more things more complex storylines and character through lines and things like this than ever before. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, TV, TV is, is, TV especially <laughs> is more complex than it has ever been in yeah. American history. So the guy doesn't have any clue what he's talking about. In short, he just put something on the internet and was like, oh, I didn't do my factory. That's right, sir. And one, the fact of the matter is, the dude's a talking head, so he's not paid to do research. He's paid to have an opinion. Yeah, and his opinion is dumb. Sometimes Sandra Bullock. Quotes by Sandra Bullock. I thought that was Tyler, not Sandra Bullock. He speaks for me sometimes. He speaks for trees. Don't talk about me. Why don't you go do another shot nutmeg? Uh, <laughs> Hot nutmeg. How about, man, how, never out. mind. I was going to make another Jeff. If you would like to reach us by email, send us an email to thepostermenpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thepostermenpod. Find us on Instagram at thepostermenpodcast. Find us on Facebook at thepostermenpodcast. Uh... Yes. Like our page, subscribe, find our webpage at www.thepostermanpodcast.com. Send us messages, send us emails, send us suggestions. We love to hear from you all. We'll read them, we'll talk about them. It'll be a good time. Yeah. You did it. You remembered everything. I have it all written down. Press remember it. Wow. Oh, I'm not impressed <laughs> from- anymore. <laughs> From behind the Wait curtain. Wait let me down. I like to rip the curtain behind and don't lie to our people because this is Inception! Oh, snap! See you later. Buenas noches. Bye, Hit everybody. The stop button. But, Tyler, don't you want to say goodbye? No! Okay. Sandra Bullock, out. <laughs>